What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the True Blue Podcast. I am your host, Zachary Sue Cartery. It is um, the twentieth, I think. Let me let me let me double check the date. Sometimes, you know, time flies. You know, twenty first. We're doing twenty one. So yeah, so we're here, and it's cool. It's Sunday. I'm glad to be here. Um, had a good day, had a good day. I met with a friend this morning for breakfast and a dear friend of mine, shout out to my friend Chris. Um, it's nice getting up early and like having something to go do, especially meeting a friend for breakfast. And he's such a great friend. Uh, I've known him for a long time, probably since 2011, 2010, something like that. So, and it was great to catch up. He brings the realness. I mean, most of my friends do, but he brings a certain kind of realness that is much appreciated. You know, he doesn't hold back. Um, so that was great. Um, and yeah, I uh, had, had a good day. And I'm here recording the podcast. Anytime you hear me recording, anytime you're listening to me, you know I'm doing good. You know I'm taking care of business. You know what I'm saying? I am taking care of business. Um. Yeah, so we're gonna get into it. We're gonna do some. We're gonna catch up since we last spoke. Talk some self care. I'm gonna read some poetry, and then I'm gonna share some music. You know the deal. This has kind of become like an online journal for me, and I, I love it. There will be a time where this this podcast will expand and other things will go down, but for the time being, I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving just having like a journal. You know, to look back on and to share with all the folks out there. So let's get into uh, since we motherfucking last motherfucking spoke. You know what creeps me out is old business signs. When they don't take them down, oh, it's kind of creepy. So the first thing is it's creepy because it doesn't exist anymore. And, like, you could see, like, the colors, the name, the fonts, like, the image, like, everything that they wanted it to be. But it didn't work out. It didn't last. But it still, like, it still, like, stands there. There's a place here. It was an Italian restaurant called Saucy's. And I went there, like, a long time ago. And um, the bread was sort of like uh, muffiny. 
And that's not good. You can't have bad bread in an Italian restaurant. It's just illegal. Especially when it's like muffiny. I mean, come the fuck on. You know, <laughs> no wonder it didn't last. Um, but yeah, the sign remains. Swasties. But it's it's sort of creepy, you know? And it's kind of sad. You see, like, what once was, like, a dream and, like, a goal. And then it just didn't work out. You know? But the sign remains. Something about it. Like, I probably... You know what? I'm going to... I'm going to I'm going to announce this now. I'm going to do a little f- photography venture of like businesses where the signs remain but the businesses do not. And then I'll I'll release it here probably by the winter time. So look out for that. I'm going to I'm going to entitle it Saucies. Saucies with the <laughs> muffin bread. <laughs> but yeah, it was just one of those things I saw and I just thought, "Man, it's so kind of creepy." You know? We used to have uh this mall in New Jersey called the fashion center and inside I, I i'm sure i spoke about this on the podcast before but inside it had this like green like cheesy like putt putt like mini golf color rug and it was like no one in there just a bunch i mean i guess a bunch of old people not even a bunch but some old people you know and uh god it was so creepy now it's booming i'm pretty sure there's like a fucking amazon grocery center there and then like you know, 20 years ago, they put a Best Buy in there and shit. Now, I don't know what the fuck Best Buy brings. I'm sure something. I'm sure something. But, um, And, you know, one thing I've also noticed is AirPods are, like, in everyone's ear. You, like, you go to any, like, business, job, eatery, place, and someone there is going to have an AirPod in their ear. It's kind of interesting. Like, it's like, it's getting a pass. And I kind of like that it's getting a pass in our society. You know, it's nice that people can tune in to, like, music or podcasts and still do their job and do their thing. And every time I see someone, like, when I'm out and I'm, I'm in, you know, a business or whatever, I'm always tempted to be like, what are you listening to? And I did that. There was a security guard at Walgreens, and he had his, uh, his uh, AirPod in. And, uh... When I started talking to him, he looked at me like, what the fuck? And he thought I was going to come at him with some whack shit. You know, and then I'm like, oh, uh, what do you listen to, bro? And he was like, oh, it's a podcast. And he told me, I forget the name of it, but it was something about like sports medicine and something pepperoni. But it was cool. And it's just sort of neat that people are doing their thing with that. So I've been going to the gym. Uh, I've mentioned that many, many times. And, uh, man, let me tell you, everyone at the gym has ass. Everyone at the gym has ass. Even the fucking cleaning crew has ass. It's like everywhere you look, ass, 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 ass. And I've been going to the gym for, like, let me think now, 20, let's see, 2001 would be 22 years, 20, 21 years, something like that. And I don't don't remember so much ass back then. But I swear, everyone has ass. It's ass galore at the gym. It's one of those. And you know what? So I went to the gym and went into the sauna. Like, I swim. I'm a a big swimmer. So after I swim, I'll go and sit in the sauna. And there was this old lady, probably in her 70s. And she had a tattoo on her arm that said, just keep swimming. So I said, hey, I like your tattoo. And she had, like, another one on the other arm, which was, I don't know what the fuck. And she looked at it, and then she realized I meant the swimming one. And she said thank you. And she told me it was from like um, 
either like Dora the Explorer or Minions or one of these like Disney like um, Pixar pepperoni movies. And she said she explained that there's this character and something about it and that, you know, just keep swimming was like, I guess, maybe on, maybe a tattoo on them or the motto. But I thought that was so fucking cool. And you, you know what, everyone? Keep an eye out for signs like that. You know, numbers, words, songs, like butterflies. Like there are, are signs. God is trying to tell us that he loves us. And whatever you call God, it could be the mountains, it could be Buddha, it could be Tinkerbell, like however you see God. Like people, like God is speaking to us. And when I saw Just Keep Swimming, I started chatting her up. And it was great. And then when she left the sauna, I said, just keep swimming. And she started laughing. And it was so cool. It was so cool. It was such a beautiful moment. You know? And it's just one of those things that just remind me that I'm loved. And it reminds me that God is present in my life. So that's uh, pretty amazing. And I want to send a shout out. Uh, Forgive me if this is awkward, but... When I was in New Jersey for my friend's um, funeral, the last day I was there, uh, my friend's brother, my best friend's brother, had passed away. And um, I remember when I first started hanging out with my friend, it was like back in 99. And his brother looked a lot like him. His brother was so young. He was like six at the time. And I remember kind of like laughing to some of my other, to some of our other friends, be like, "Man, he looks just like him." Um, and he passed away. And I just want to dedicate this podcast to him, his spirit, his soul, his family. His name is Paul, and uh, I just want to just send some love to him and his family. Um, so I'm going to do that now with a moment of silence. All right, thank you, everyone. I, I appreciate that time, and I appreciate you rocking with me. Let's get into the self-care tip of the week. All righty, so I was going to actually share this uh, my last session. But I just decided to just go on and just talk about my friend Megan. But I'm going to talk about grief, different stages of grief, uh, different things you can do in grief. Um, and and uh, so I found some things on Instagram. Instagram can be a very positive environment. Social media can be a very, a very positive. <coughs> pardon me, a very positive environment. Excuse me, very positive environment, especially for stuff like this. So. The stages of grief, here they are, shock, denial, anger and guilt, despair, depression, and acceptance. find these to be very interesting. Um, if you've experienced uh, grief, you know these, at least in my opinion, these, I mean, it, it probably is in this, in, in this order. 
But sometimes shock can come back. Denial can come back. Um, acceptance can wane. Anger and guilt. You know, I think these aren't necessarily like in the right or I, I, these aren't in exact order. I think they can reappear. But shock, shock is definitely, you know, uh, a big one. Just, it's like you can't believe it, you know? Like when you hear it or you see it, you can't believe it. And then denial, I think, is like right there. It's like right next to it, you know? It Literally, it's like, <sighs> yeah, right there. You know, just the way you process. And sometimes with anger and guilt, you know, you're you're angry, you want more time with that person. You know, you maybe you feel cheated. And then the guilt of you know, what you could have said, done, the times, things like that. Um which is normal. But I just want to say right now it's fucking bullshit. You know, guilt. Anger and guilt is fucking bullshit. It's a necessary emotion, but it's fucking bullshit. You know, like, I'm just going to go off here for a minute. When people pass away, they're in such a better place to feel anger and guilt. It's like, they don't want that for us. They want us to be happy and just grateful. And then the next one is despair and depression. And boy, that one, that one lasts a long time. That one hangs around. That one can come and go. That one can reappear. That one can... um, It's very malleable. And then acceptance. The final stage of grief is acceptance. Which I think comes along with the idea that these... The people who pass on, they're, they're still with us. It would be insane for us to think that all... All this love just just goes away and it doesn't it remains you know what I mean it remains it remains in us it can remain in songs it can remain in our in our homes you know but um, yeah the the acceptance of it is so fucking hard but it's it's necessary because we have to go on and we have to honor these people by going on alright next thing I want to touch on is what to say to someone who is grieving I thought this was very helpful because you know sometimes when someone's really hurting you don't know what to say you have all these feelings you want to help them you want to love them but sometimes words you know they're just not they're not going to do it But there's a time where, you know, you have to say something and it's necessary. So I figured I'd share this. What to do, what what do you say to someone grieving? Here they are. I'm here to listen. Short and sweet. I'm here to listen. I love that. I think that's a big one, even if the person's not grieving. You know, just when someone's going through something, I'm here to listen. The next one is, I don't know how you feel, but I'm here to help. That's just being real. That's just being straight up real. Sometimes, you know, it may, be, may, may not be the most eloquent way, but to say, I don't know how you feel, but I'm here to help. You know, some of us don't know how how to feel when 
certain people will pass away, you know? But just to let that person know that you're here to help. The next one is, I'm happy to simply sit with you. You know, that one is just stating something and then not not asking questions, not trying to talk too much. I'm happy to simply sit with you. And I like the word simply in that because it's just like, hey, I'm here. I am here. All right, the next one is whatever you're feeling right now is okay. And that's a good one. That's a good one to even tell yourself because we go through so many emotions in this life. And sometimes we analyze them and we, we like going back to the stages. It's like, wait, I'm, I'm at the acceptance stage. Why do I feel anger and grief and denial and all that? Whatever you're feeling right now is okay. We're fucking human beings. We feel things. That's what makes us different than fucking aliens and rocks and shit. That's like, I forget where I read this, but one of the things aliens are like tripping out on humans are is our emotion. The ability to feel. And I think that's quite beautiful. The last one here is be just as kind to yourself as you've been to me. To remind your the person grieving that, hey, you got to be good to yourself. Just like you've been good to me. Look at yourself like you're another one of your friends. You know, and maybe go with your middle name. You know, I would say, hey, William. Be as good to yourself as you've been to Zach. You know? And uh, lastly is uh, things you can't rush in grief. Last thing about grief is... Th- uh, that I w- wanted to share was things you can't rush in grief. Your readiness to talk about things. You can't rush it. There's no motherfucking timeline. There is no timeline. No one can tell you, you gotta move on. No one can tell you, oh, it's been so many months, years, weeks, minutes. Fuck that shit. I mean, yes, there's ways to like to to approach it and stuff, but for someone to um you know, to give you a timeline and say, Well, I got over this in this amount of time is bullshit. Processing difficult feelings, things you can't rush in grief, processing difficult feelings. Again, you can't put a put a time limit on how you process. Some people want you to. They want it immediately. They think, okay, your bereavement is two days, so get over it. Feel your fucking feelings then. But you you, you can't rush processing difficult feelings. Another thing that you can't rush in grief is rebuilding your life and making decisions. Sometimes there's so much fog and cloud that you really do need... Um, you know, you need to just really take it easy. Um, and you know, you know, making decisions and rebuilding your life is is your own journey. Things you can't rush in grief: returning to work in full work mode. Again, let's be real. I mean, we we work these eight hour, forty hour weeks. We're like, it almost feels like in our society, it's like we're we're not able to like feel. Things I think are changing in the last like 20 years, but you know, if if you can distract yourself at work, excellent. But if you can't and you're sometimes not feeling full work mode, communicate. 
Let your let your superior, let your boss know, let your coworker know. Returning to full work mode is a hard thing to rush when in you, when you're in grief. It's important to show up and to to be there, but you know, to really speak your piece is important there. Things you can't rush in grief, making sense of things. Whoa, that's huge. Making sense of things. Fuck. I mean, just us being emotional human beings, how can anyone make sense of anything? But especially in grief, you know, when people go early or how they go, it's like, you can't make sense of it. Things you can't rush in grief is healing from any trauma that comes with the grief. You can't put a time limit on these things. And yeah, there's things you can start, you know? There's therapy, there's um, there's like grief, there's like uh, uh, groups, like uh, support groups for grief and trauma. We need each other in this world. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable, to ask for help. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of people out there who can can really help out because they've experienced something similar. The next one is feelings, feeling joy, no longer crying as much. Things you can't rush in grief, feeling joy, no longer crying as much. Yeah, I mean, I'm pro-cry, you know? I am definitely pro-cry. I mean, get it out. Just like you got to fucking throw up or you bleed or you come like you gotta cry you gotta get these things out of your body things you can't rush in grief the grief therapy process you know i'm a big therapy guy i I have a therapist i think everyone should have a therapist you know when people came to ellis island (laughs) and they fucked up everyone's last name and gave them different spellings and stuff they should have assigned everyone a therapist Last but not least, things you can't rush in grief, doing hobbies you used to do. Yeah, we all want to get back to normal, you know, but you can't rush it. You have to go at your own pace. You really, really do. And last but not least, leaf. I think I said it like that because it's almost fall here. It's weird. It's sounding like cool in August. I'm kind of digging it, you know, I'm kind of digging it. But last but not least, for grief and this is repeated and I'm going to read as many times as it says it takes as long as it takes 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 so that's it for the self-care tip of the week I hope some of these things on grief really um, resonated with you or even just one of the things that I shared with that you uh, that you got um, hopefully helps you out. Let's get on to some poetry. Love poetry, love it. All right, so we're reading from Haiku Anthology. Summer sunset, the baby finds his shadow on the kitchen wall. Silent prayer, the quiet humming of the ceiling fan. Last bale of hay, we sit down on it and watch the moon. Love that. Fresh scent, 
the la- the Labrador's muzzle deeper into snow. <laughs> After chickadee stillness. The smell of the iron as I come down the stairs, winter evening. From house to barn, the Milky Way. Winter prairie, a diesel locomotive, throttles down in the night. Deep within the stream, the huge fish lie... Let me read this again. Deep within the stream, the huge fish lie motionless, facing the current. A bitter morning, sparrows sitting together without any necks. (laughs) Searching on the wind, the hawks cry is the shape of its beak. Half of the min- minnows within the sunlit shallow are not really there. The fleeing sand- sandpipers turn about suddenly and chase back the sea. That's cool. The stillness of dawn crashing between the branches a solitary leaf. See, there it is, leaf. I tell you, last but not leaf. Wind gives way to calm, and the stream smooths, revealing its treasures of leaves. Uh, I, I, I'm feeling the theme here. Time after time, time after time, time after time, caterpillar climbs this broken stem, then probes beyond. An old spider web, low above the forest floor, sagging full of seeds. Wind sounds through the trees while here gnats play in calm in the calm of wooded sunlight. I fucking hate gnats. Let me just give you a little bit of uh, my views on gnats. I hate them. They're annoying. Indian summer, the scarecrow's jacket fades to a paler blue. A pale dawn moon furrows of the new plowed fields white with frost. The time it takes for snowflakes to whiten the distant pines. After the snowfall, deep in the pine forest, the sound of an axe. Late snowfall, more and more yellow, the forsythia. Until it alights on a white daisy, just another blue dragonfly. Alright, my clothes are done. A hot summer wind, shadows of the windmill blades flow over the grass. The sparkler goes out, and with it, the face of the child. It's amazing. On the old scarecrow, a crow sits for a while, suddenly flies off. Winter rain in our garage, the same stray cat. All right, well, hey, there's some poetry for y'all. There's some poetry, some leafy poetry. All right, let's get on to the True Blue Song of the Week. So the song I chose is Right Here, Right Now by Jesus Jones off their album Doubt in 1991. This is an amazing fucking song. It's very 90s. When it comes to radio songs, if you grew up in the 90s, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you had to wait to hear the song. This is such a great pop song, and I loved it, and I still love it. Right here, right now. 
And my friend Megan, who I honored in my in the last episode, when uh, I was last in New Jersey, um, I was playing some songs. I was DJing, and I threw this on, and she loved it. She fucking loved it. And this was one of those 90s songs that you just heard on the radio. Like sort of a one-hit wonder, Jesus Jones. But this is a great fucking song. Very, very 90s. The epitome for me of 90s radio. Again, very catchy. Great vocals. Great pop nostalgia. Um, and this is a song, too, that I share with my sister. We both really, really, really like this song. Um, and it holds up. Like 50 years later, <laughs> it fucking holds up. Uh, and I'm so happy to share it. I'll be adding it to the True Blue playlist. Again, it's right here, right now, from Jesus Jones. All right, everyone, that is session 58 for the True Blue podcast. I am Zachary Sicardi. Hope everyone has a wonderful week. And remember, God is speaking to you. A higher power is speaking to you. Nature is speaking to you. Something is speaking to you. Someone from the great beyond is speaking to you. Listen. Let your senses let your senses absorb it. Let them absorb it. Alright? Love you guys. Bye bye.